When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don't make me say I told you so, so. Who the Super Bowl winning quarterback was, Chris Weber. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Don't make me say I told you so. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I just want to say. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I told you so. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Today's guest, former South Carolina men's basketball coach, Frank Martin. Michigan head coach, Juwan Howard. Plus, from Fox's Welcome to Fly. Actor Sean William Scott. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. My head coach from the University of Michigan, one hour from now, Juwan Howard will be joining us. They're in the middle of their practice, getting ready to sharpen that maize and blue iron to take on Villanova. How come you're not a Villanova fan? Uh, That's a good question. I just... I don't know. I'd like Georgetown, and then when Villanova beat Georgetown, kind of made me not like Villanova. Why? Then, oh, because you like Georgetown, like Georgetown first. first. Then, Raleigh Massimino didn't didn't. Uh, I, but I, I'd like George, when you over TJ. There was a guy named Doug West. He played. Uh, oh sure. Thirteen years in the NFL, like a very distant cousin of mine from Altoona, grew up like Doug West was like a god in Altoona. He went to Villanova, so I definitely followed them. But they're just not one of my teams that I'm like too East Coast for you. <laughs> no, they just weren't Georgetown enough for me. I got you. <laughs> I remember that back then. You know what an interesting aspect of this is, you know who would know Villanova really well is Michigan assistant Phil Martelli. Yeah. You know, he, mm-hmm. he spent many a moon in the Big Five, yep. as it's known there in the city of Philadelphia. You know, so that's amazing. And so that'll be later on in the program. Sean Williams Scott will be joining us in studio. Huge news going on in the NFL. Tyreek Hill is now a Miami Dolphin. How about that? But we'll place that aside for a moment and talk about March Madness right now with our our, uh, guest who's on the Mercedes-Benz van phone line right now. Uh, Enjoyed his work on television this past week. Uh, Longtime coach in uh, South Carolina, also in uh, Kansas State. Frank Martin here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Frank? Rich, how the heck are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You kidding me? The Dolphins just signed the left tackle. They signed. They just got Tyreek Hill. Yep. I, I, I grew up across the street from the Orange Bowl. We're getting ready to roll again. I'm really happy for it. So you grew up across the street from the Orange Bowl? Is that right, Coral? You're Coral, you're Coral Gables guy? Is that what you're saying? Little Havana. Little Havana. Next neighborhood over. Okay. Little Havana. And uh, we grew up playing on the, the dirt fields that were uh, surrounding the Orange Bowl. That's where people used to park their cars back in the day, and and uh, that was our neighborhood, man. That's, uh, that's, you know, grew up sneaking into the games. You go watch Larry Zonka and Bonacani and Larry Little and oh, yeah. Paul Warfield and the rest of them. No doubt about it. Shula being the coach of it, I mean, back in the old day. Um, so we were actually wondering, what's the real March Madness, the NCAA tournament or NFL free agency right now? It's kind of crazy, yeah. you well, know? Up until a week ago, is uh, you know March Madness. Now it's uh, that I'm sitting around staring at the wall. So I'm 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 a little excited about the Dolphins <laughs> free agency. So here we go. Frank Martin here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, Frank. So what do you think this story of the first week of the NCAA tournament was? What do you take out of it? Uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's uh, a total reflection as to what's happened over the last uh, three, four, five years. Everyone's making a big deal uh, about the transfer portal this year because guys are immediately eligible. 
But we've been averaging 800 transfers a year for five straight years. So um, uh, it's it's the the balance, the 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 difference between a 13 seed and a four seed, or whatever it may be, a two and a 15. Um, those days are over. It's uh, the 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 13 and the and the four, five and the 12, and so forth. They're a lot closer than they used to be when you combine transfers into one and done. Uh, you know, there are certain schools that recruit one and dones, and those kids keep coming and leaving, so they stay young. And 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 then the the you know a lot of kids that are backups at the two seed don't want to be backups, and they transfer to the thirteen seed, and makes the thirteen seed a lot better. So um, it's uh, I think it's a direct correlation between what we've had over the last five six years and and uh, the, the present moment, which I think it's awesome. It makes that tournament even that much more fun to watch. No question. But then when we get down to the Sweet 16, I mean, how much of a run do you think somebody like St. Peter's can truly have when you see what the Blue Bloods are, are, are putting out there having made it this far? What do you think of that, Frank? Yeah, yeah Rich, you, the, uh, you don't get to the round of you – don't, you don't become a Sweet 16 team as a fluke. It's it's really hard to get into that tournament, and it's really hard to win in that tournament. Uh, once you get to the Sweet 16, you got a real team. You got real guys. You you might not have the popular guys, but you got real guys. And when you got real guys, you got a chance to beat whoever's in front of you. And you're a real team. Uh, you don't you're not a dysfunctional team and make it to the Sweet 16. That just doesn't happen. Um, uh, so everyone that's in the Sweet 16. Um, has a real team. I mean, they're 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 a united team and they're a battle tested team. And everyone that's in the Sweet Sixteen has really good players. Right. Now, uh, it, like I always say, everything's matchups. Everything that it, you know, I was on TV last week. I used the analogy between Foreman, Ali, and Ken Norton. Uh, I, you know, Ali toyed with Foreman. Uh, Ali struggled with Norton. Foreman put Norton to sleep. The 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 styles were just opposites and they just uh created problems for each other and uh and it's the same way in the tournament i think the matchups uh is a lot more important than the name on the jerseys right now does that make saint peter's buster douglas frank <laughs> does that make saint peter's in your analogy no because no because they were never fat they didn't have to get in shape they those guys those guys were young and hungry from the word go <laughs> so what do you think matt painter of purdue's thinking right now with shaheen holloway talking about how he's got kids from New York and New Jersey, and they don't. I'm sure you might have heard that soundbite where he's like, uh, "Yeah, they're they're not afraid of anybody." He goes, uh, "They're not pushed around. We do that," is what he said. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, that's who Shaheen was as a player. Anyone that knows Shaheen uh, and remembers him, I, I've known Shaheen since he was a young kid. I, I mean, he played for Kevin Boyle at St. Patrick's in, in New Jersey in high school, and um, and uh, I, I've known Shaheen forever. Shaheen, Shaheen is fearless and when you see his team play they've taken on his personality they're fearless and he means what he says i, I think matt uh i mean matt painter is not going to lose sleep because shaheen holloway's talking about he's got tough kids matt painter has tough kids um uh, the whole thing is matchups uh and, and you know matt painter has two big old bodies inside that i don't think st peter's has so that's a major problem uh for st peter's is how are they going to identify and, and deal with uh, Travion Williams and, and the big kid, Edney or something. I can't pronounce his name. I apologize. Right. Um, um, you know, but but then again, Matt Painter's team, Purdue, uh, based on last week when I studied their numbers a little bit, uh, defensively, they have not been a, a highly efficient team. They've been okay, but not great. Uh, and, and keeping uh, those St. Peter's guards out of the lane, uh, is going to be a, a big, big challenge for for, for Purdue. So um, uh, it's it's uh, it's all matchups and and uh, but that Matt Matt I can tell you this, Rich Matt's not rolling in bed right now, worried about Shaheen having tough kids and uh, and and Shaheen that's who he is and and I'm really proud for for who he has continued to grow to become and uh, how good a coach he is right now. Frank Martin, after a stellar week on TV, joining me here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show, talking NCAA tournament. So um, you, you've been talking about matchups, and, and that's um, what it's all about, certainly now that uh, we, we were in the Sweet 16. Which kid 
in the tournament is the biggest matchup problem? Which team has the biggest matchup problem for anybody, do you think? I, I think it's not even close. I think it's the young man Matherin from Arizona. I, I think he he uh, uh, I think he presents a major problem for everybody uh, because of his rebounding ability, his playmaking ability, his size, his shooting, his athleticism. Um, I, I think he's the, the 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 biggest hurdle for for anyone to deal with right now. Um, um, it's uh, interchangeable players are. are in my belief, and multi-skilled players. In my, I don't care how high you can jump. You got no skills. It's easier to match up with you. But when you're a multi-talented player with size and athleticism, uh, uh, and that's what that young man presents, I, I think he's the hardest matchup for everybody. What do you think of Timmy? What do you think of Gonzaga's ability to maybe have somebody like him with the other complementary parts and uh, dynamic kids around him? What do you think of Gonzaga's chances as a one seed? Right now, yeah, I think right. it's. I, I think Timmy's a big time player. I, by the way, I love him because you know I'm battling alopecia, mm. so he's got the best mustache. So I'm really, really jealous. <laughs> I wish I could grow one right now. It's, um, I, I love him. I, I, he's an old school blue collar, no nonsense winner. You know, he doesn't wow you with dunking. He doesn't wow you with like all these incredible fadeaways in between the legs. When the game ends. He's as efficient as anybody on the court, and 95% of the time his team wins, and he's got a lot to do with it. I think he's, I, I think he's, uh, uh, he's everything I root for in college basketball. Frank Martin, what do you think the Coach K finale, um, how that's playing out in that Duke locker room? I can, you know, obviously it's it's, you know, we in the media are, are we're, we're all in uh, on following it, and if you know. Coach K cuts down the nets and finishes his career. I mean, that might set off 72 straight hours of conversation, even though it's Masters Week and opening day of baseball that week. But but the kids in that locker room, um, don't you? That what a bunch of a lot of pressure that would be on these kids to make it happen right now, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I I mean, I was going to post a video belly flopping in my pool. I was hoping you guys speak about that instead of Coach K. But, you know, if you guys want to speak about Coach K winning games, I'm all for it, too. Uh, um, No, it's it's a great story. I mean, I I, I think that last home game, uh, just the whole attention, because Duke's a really young team, if you pay attention. Um, They, 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 I think that moment was just really difficult. I, 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 that's what I would think. And I think Coach K was as much yeah. joy and as much having 100 former players or whatever it was, uh, as much joy as that brought. Uh, I don't want to speak for Coach K, but I, I know there, was, there had to be some kind of concern because you've got to play the game. You're trying to win. You're not trying to just celebrate your life and you know, your journey as a coach. And, uh, but I think they're playing better. I think getting away from that game, uh, they played really well. In the ACC tournament, I thought up until the championship game, um, but Virginia they kind of hit lightning in a bottle. Uh, Virginia Tech did and, and, and made that run, and um, and uh, but I think Duke's playing really well right now. I, I, I uh, it would be it would be an amazing story because uh, um, I tell people all the time. I my everyone talks about our pressure defense and what I coach and teach. That's a it's a combination of what I learned from my high school coach. And, and as a senior in high school, being in the same tournament as Tommy Amaker, and, and then following Duke basketball when Tommy became a freshman at Duke and seeing him pressure the ball and Johnny Dawkins and Billy King denying the wings and, and, and that Duke pressure uh, combined with what I learned from my high school coach, who I was his assistant coach uh, for many years, um, developed uh, that mindset. And you're talking about a little Hispanic kid from Miami, Florida, where we had no pro basketball, no college basketball. Uh, all I had was uh, seeing Tommy Amaker and then trying to watch Duke on TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he impacted me uh, as a basketball person. Uh, and that's the, the value that, that uh, Mike Krzyzewski's had to our game and our profession and, and so many people for so many years. Well, Frank, uh, uh, we're scouring your uh, your Twitter handle right now. Um, don't see any uh, video of you belly flopping into your pool. Where do we find such a thing, Frank? No, I, I, I was going to post it oh. the same day Coach Duke plays for the championship. I'm going to post a picture oh. of me 
belly flopping. I thought more people would pay attention to that than Coach K winning a national championship. Well, let's give that a whirl, Frank. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, if we, we already saw Kelvin Sampson with his shirt off. I mean, uh, we're, you know, let's, uh, I, I think that's just a natural progression of things, Frank. Hey, Rich, I, I, I tell Bruce Pearl and Musselman, and I'm going to tell Kelvin when I speak with him, you know, I did that my whole life growing up in Miami. Now I'm an old man. I don't need to be showing people my body anymore. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, you know, it's, I, listen, I worked really hard yeah. for about 24 years to have a six-pack. I had to work a lot harder for the last 40 years to have a one-pack. So it's, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's uh, 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 keeping this one-pack I've grown is a heck of a lot harder than having a six-pack. Well, uh, now I'm now I'm rooting for Coach K to make that uh, that that final because we're going to hold you to it, Frank. That's what we do here on this show. We hold people to what they say. That's what we we're we're all about accountability. You know what I'm saying? You have my word that if Duke's in the championship game for whatever it's worth, okay. it's between you and me, yeah. I will post a video belly flopping in my pool. Okay, you got it. Uh, it seems like you're really good at this. Well, not seems you are uh, really good at this TV thing, Frank. Is this is this your your next go round here, or do you have coaching out of your system, or you don't? I, I, what do you think? I, I still want, I, I want to coach. I mean, if this was last year. I was really beat up last year, Rich. Mm-hmm. It, it, last year was a complicated year for everyone in our world. Uh, me personally, it was it just beat me up. Last year was really difficult between my health. Uh, professionally it was difficult. I, I wasn't happy with my private dealings with the people I work for. Um, uh, it was it was just a complicated year for me. I'd never been in that moment uh, like I was last year. When you go through that, you question what you do. Uh, but but I as I got removed from last spring and the the players came in the program and the way that my team fought and listened to me and the way we played made me realize there's nothing wrong with me. Uh, professionally, and, and, and my health is good again. So I'm able to if, – if I don't have the energy to help young people, I, then I don't need to coach. And But I've got energy again, and I'm excited. And so I want to get back on the saddle, but it takes an athletic director to hire me. And if, if someone's willing to give me a job, uh, I'm willing to listen. If not, uh, then, you know, one day I might try that television thing and, um, you know, see how it goes. It's it's. I think life is – has filled my life has been filled with incredible people and stories, and when I get up there, I'm sharing the stories that I've lived, and I'm talking ball, which is what I've done my whole life, 38 years on a sideline. So it's it's uh, seems pretty easy to me. Well, um, are, will you do the next week, or it was just one week and, and finished? Are you back out there this week, Frank? We see you. And now I don't have anything in, in store. Uh, okay. That was a that was a commitment. I was asked about a month before the end of the season. Okay. Uh, and I and assuming we didn't make the tournament, I agreed to do it. And as soon as we weren't picked on Sunday, they called and confirmed. So that's the only thing I had on the on the docket. So you got something? I'll come over and hang out with you. For well, me. Frank, I I, I don't. Uh, don't uh, you know? Put this number in your phone. Uh, I'd love to continue to chat with you throughout this tournament and get your your two cents on everything. Um, I and you know I I uh, I'm a friend of Rex Chapman's as well. I saw you know he posted something you said about youth sports and parenting on on his Twitter handle. It went viral for a reason because you have a message and you've got a voice, Coach. Well, you know, I, if you, you you if what I say makes sense and you need me, I'm a phone call away. I'm uh. Uh, unlike the previous 38 years of my life, I got some free time on my hands. Right? Okay. Well, look for my call again. So between that and the belly flop, we'll chat again. Okay. How does that sound? Done deal. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, coach. Appreciate the two cents. Yes, Thank sir. you. Thank you. You got it. That's uh, Frank Martin, everybody, right here on the Rich Island. Awesome. Wow. Fun guy. Why wouldn't an athletic director take a shot on Frank Martin here? That's a great question, Rich. Okay. Again, what I'm going to do right now is um is it refresh on twitter no i'm gonna hit retweet from our account of what rex chapman tweeted out oh, okay. last week of frank martin talking from the podium as the head coach of uh south carolina man he made the final four and remember he made the final four in 2017 and every press conference he had was must watch yep. must see because mm-hmm. it was just dynamite mm-hmm. they were good yeah Whew, were they really good that year We'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, and um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. 
Jets fans, I'm going to talk to you when we come back. I know right now there's a lot of you disappointed that Tyreek Hill went to Miami and not the Jets. You and I were going to have a conversation. What was that like John Stewart says, meet me at camera one, and he turns to the next camera? <laughs> meet me right here in a couple minutes, okay? We're going to have a nice chat. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. And I'll talk to actual human beings instead of a camera to, to people. Uh, but before we go, Mercedes-Benz Vans wants to ask you when was the last time you seriously considered your dream because you used to think about it all the time. It's time for you and your dream to get back together because what happened? You could live the life, the van life, in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Just think about it. You can visit your cousin, visit your aunt, visit your grandparents, visit your folks, visit a, a place that you've always wanted to go to. I mean, a number of times Susie will send me something about, hey, let's go here. And it's just like, do you know how many children we have? Wait a minute. Well, let me get out of that. I got to think about my dream. <laughs> All right. My children are the dream. But actually, you can really travel around the country or start your business. Start a new business using a totally customized Mercedes-Benz van. This is what we're talking about, a premium ride that you can expect innovative safety features like cross-wind assist and blind spot assist. You can expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to your Mercedes-Benz van dealership. Get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. 844-204-RICH. We'll take your calls when we come back. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Well, hold on a second. Our terrestrial radio audience has returned. I was just talking about my day yesterday, which is, you know, look, uh, I was just kind of on empty at the end of the day. And Cooper, my 11-year-old, asks for help on a are you smarter than a fifth grader question filled with metrics. And by the way, metrics with fractions. Honestly, I'm, you know, I'm more verbal. Felt like saying, hey, uh, Coop, you see that roof over there? (laughs) That's because I talk, right? <laughs> Not because I, mean. I add or subtract <laughs> right, right, or know right, how to right. convert centimeters into three eighths into. And Rich, you're you're fifty two. You can't say that to and, a kid. And, I, and I'm forty one. But it's like you go back and you think about your life and you think, oh, things I know now that I would tell a younger me. Okay. Right? Yes. And I think the biggest thing is don't try so hard in school because oh it doesn't because it doesn't matter. <laughs> you. Can't. My whole life growing up, all I cared about was doing my homework and going to practice. But that's a work ethic. Yeah. That's a work ethic. You yes, have to learn your yes, work ethic. But the work that I was doing ultimately doesn't matter. You know what? This was also the commentary from your superiors at NFL Network, Chris. Because the work I was doing didn't matter. 
Give me something that actually <laughs> matters to do. So this is following him his whole life? His direct is that what you're reports at NFL Network watching this right now are going, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, and great. And Bardia, you can call me and we can talk oh, about it. Oh, you're calling him out. Okay. Wow. It's like, no, give me something that matters. And that's when good work gets done. Yeah, but your work ethic that does come into play, you got to, I can't, you really think you would, you I would think, tell Things your, you would tell a younger me, don't try so hard in but school. But you're not going to tell that to your son, right? You can't. I can say, hey, let's go out and hit the work on the wedge. I'll work on the wedges tonight. Because that's more important than doing whatever fraction equation you guys were doing. Oh, I can't wait. This is exact. But you, how many times did you hear what I was talking to you, what's talking about when my kids were Cage's age and you're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And how do you, how often do you find yourself actually doing that now? More than 50% of the time. What, in terms of like anything, so name like, it. Like I'm a single parent for a couple of days and it's like, uh, can you just be quiet? Yes, we can watch cars for the 40th Boom. time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Life's a highway. Yeah. Because it's easier. It's easier. Okay. <laughs> easier, though, Rich. Work smarter, not harder. So hit, that's why his answer was leave it blank. Leave, leave it blank. blank. My, my, my answer was figure it out yourself. You'll know the answer. <laughs> I'll check your work later It'll on. It'll come to you. <laughs> I don't know if he got it right. But what's the answer again, Hoskins? Point seventeen. Very good. And I'll you know what, Rich? Well. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, life lessons here in the Rich Eisen show. Jeff in Detroit, let's take your phone call. What's up, Jeffrey? How you doing? What's going on? Uh, going man, on. Listen, you guys. Jeff, what would you tell right? a younger the you? Parenting skills yeah. of the Rich Eisen show, baby. I tell you. <laughs> listen. Yes. Here lately, you guys have been having something that I haven't seen in a while. The what the hell face. Every other day, the NFL is giving you guys the what the hell just happened face. I mean, Tyreek Hill, going to uh, Miami at this point, never saw this one coming. Never saw this one coming. The guy accounts for a lot of their offense, and I honestly believe, in my opinion, that their offense is going to take a step back. They really, really are. And let me ask you this question, because I've been in the market for buying a used car here lately. And used cars are astronomically high. That's because they don't have any computer chips for the newer cars. Is that the problem with the NFL? Because <laughs> no new car, no new quarterbacks are coming out, and it's driving up the prices of all of these quarterbacks. I mean, look, Mitchell Trubisky, if you don't play, you get paid. Man, come on now. So there's a supply chain issue is what you're saying in the NFL. Well, somewhat, somewhat, somewhat. I mean, this is a screw. Like Chris said, this is a screwy offseason. I've never seen anything like it. You guys are breaking news every day. Well, I just think, you know, again, it, it's it's maybe a supply chain issue that uh, a team like, you know, uh, you know what? I, I, I still think the Steelers, in because you mentioned Trubisky's one, Atlanta's another with, with Mariota, correct? Um, and uh, even the Saints with Jameis, which is another right. Where so you're you're what what you're suggesting is once upon a time first or second overall picks that had had to go somewhere else and back up, uh, getting their shot in the NFL due to a supply chain issue. I think we just named um, three teams that are going to draft a quarterback in the draft. And, and I think you could say Seattle. I, I bet you Seattle will too. Carolina will. Right, Matt Corral's having a pro day now, and I bet you by the end of the show we'll find out how terrific he looked, and how that's going to push him up draft boards. And don't forget about Matt Corral. You know, like that. That's the way it's going to go over the next five weeks. So um, I know you're saying that these are, might be a supply chain issue, but they're still going to go to that supply chain. I have one other quick question for you. Do you think about it like this? Because there's no clear-cut winner. In the past, we've had quarterbacks who you just had to have, like two or three of them, and several trades would be made. People would jockey for positions. Everybody's like, hmm, I'm good where I'm at right now. Nobody's coming up to get a quarterback, and I think that plays a part in it as well. Because usually you have somebody coming up if they just have to have this guy, or you hear whispers. There's no whispering. I mean, you you hear people talking, but nothing like we've heard in the past. Thanks for the call, Jeffrey. You be well. That's Jeff in Detroit. Interesting conversation there. I think it's still what you said uh, the last hour, and not because you were echoing something that I said 
way ahead of the rest of the NFL media world. Yeah, you were on it right from um, the beginning. And uh, I do always love uh, being told that I was right. And certainly <laughs> when it's you being the one to tell me that. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to do it I know that. Often, I know. I know yeah, it's I like know. a manhole color, yeah. a cover being thrown around from over there to over here. But it, I, I think it is still the Brady effect yeah, of him winning a Super Bowl after he did something a certain way for 20 yep. years, gave hometown discounts. And by the way, it wasn't like to his detriment, <laughs> having done that for 20 years. Oh. It still was, yeah. you know, well, and we'll go down as the greatest coach-quarterback mm-hmm. combination and relationship in terms of wins and everything else uh, in the history of the game. But he decided, after all of that, I'm going to, before it's all over, try it a different way, my own way, in a new spot where I'm looked at differently. Uh, and the coach handles me differently and I have a different relationship with my coach because I'm the one coming there. Not the one drafted there and grown there. Again, the whole Ben Roethlisberger, how it was a different situation for him after Cowher left. So Tom Brady does that. And everybody else sees that and it got in Russ's brain and it got in Aaron Rodgers' brain and it eventually got into... Matthew Stafford's brain. And Matthew Stafford's like, I'm going to do something different. And he wins a Super Bowl himself. So there's a ton of organizations and players that are like, let's try it a different way. I know this sounds weird and wild, and I know it's going to cost us this pick, and I know it's going to cost us that much cap space, or it's going to cost us a cap hit. Let's try it. Let's we don't, we don't have any picks. It's 40 million dead cap, whatever. We got to try something different. And now the new thing combining with it, here we go, is the way the Rams won the Super Bowl was with a quarterback who said, I'll try it the Brady way. And a general manager who's like, what do the picks mean anything anyway? Yeah. Of course they mean something, and we'll have them in the second and third and fifth and sixth and seventh rounds, and we can find our guys there. But... If we can use the picks on premium talent, we're going to do it. Like the Raiders, like the Dolphins just did for Adams and Hill, respectively. Like Denver did for their quarterback and Russell Wilson, who said, I want to take the Brady way. I want want out. And there's a lot of picks being effed over the last week. You know, and we'll deal with it then. And we'll take whatever medicine comes with not having the picks, but it won't matter if we're watching our Lombardi trophy get hoisted. Put it all together, and I think that's why we're getting the free agency that we're seeing right now. And also the dollars and cents being thrown around are insane. So Now then, I want to talk to Jets Nation. Fascinating, I'm wearing green. This was not uh, yeah, intended at all. Yeah. I, don't know. I had no idea that Tyreek Hill might be in play for the Jets no, today. we woke up this morning By the way, like, what? Words that I did not think were possible ever, and let alone today. And, you know, number of tweets I got was, you know, memes of people all excited and dancing. Rich Eisen with the, I, the concept that the Jets could get Tyreek Hill. You, sir, TJ Jefferson, asked me today how excited I was at that prospect. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this, and I know it sounds crazy. And I know Jets fans are sitting here thinking, once again, you know, we're trying to be real players in this world. Are we ever going to get to be real players in this world? And not only do the Jets not pull it off, but he winds up with the competition in the division. Now we got to cover him. We better get Sauce Gardner now because we got to cover him. And that might be true because you got to cover him and Diggs. Twice a year. Waddle. Yeah. Right. But I'll just say it. I'm kind of glad the Jets didn't get him. I don't know how he would have worked out in New York City. Number one. And number two, I don't think the Jets are ready for him. I don't think when you've got a rookie quarterback from last year looking the way that he did, needing a lot more um, seasoning, and I know getting him somebody like Tyreek Hill could help you evaluate him. And we would talk about getting people around him to evaluate him. Paying him $120 million to come here. And 
I don't know how this kid's ready for him yet. I don't know if the Jets are ready for him yet. I don't know if the Jets are ready to protect this kid well enough to go get Tyreek Hill. And I don't know why Tyreek Hill was suddenly available in Kansas City just yet. There's a lot of variables here. There's a lot of question marks here. And I'd rather the Jets, instead of giving up all that draft capital to pay somebody who's just new to their organization the most money at the position in the league is the right move. You know, the Jets, according to Mike Garofolo, had a deal that didn't include the first two picks. Uh, they would have included two second-round picks. I mean, maybe that's why the Chiefs sent him to Miami. You get that first-round pick, but I also think a lot of it came I, down I, to Tyreek. Tyreek wanted to be the highest-paid wide receiver in the game. I just... That's it. I don't know Money if ground. it was worth it. I just, for some reason, don't think the Jets are ready for Tyreek Hill yet. I just don't know. And I, I'm not sitting here thinking oh, how great it would have been. I, I don't know how great it would have been. Maybe I'm just bitten by Favre coming so late in his career, and I know Hill's at the prime of his career. And maybe I'm just not thinking straight because I'm just so scarred by everything and how the Jets pulled off maneuvers and they just don't work like drafting Makai Becton and he blows his friggin' knee out or they have a chance to get Trevor Lawrence and they start winning games that they have no business winning with a coach who's dead man walking but I, I I'm I I'll tell you what Jets fans I I think just keeping which is why they also didn't trade a first round offer a first round pick for him I think they might have the same thought you know, they might have had the same thought. We're, we we don't think he's worth a four, the fourth overall pick and the tenth overall pick. And, you know, Miami ended up get, giving up a 29th for him. That's my first thought. I just don't know how it would have worked. And I, I don't know if they're ready for him yet. I just thought it would not have been a maneuver that would have been, oh, Great. We're going to work. We're going to now win 10 games, 11 games, 12 games. Tyreek Hill will be wide open all the time, and Zach Wilson's going to find him. I don't know, man. I know this is probably going to be a very unpopular um, take with Jets fans. But just stay the course. Keep building it. Use those, that 4 and a 10. Use use your second-round picks. What, I got four picks in the top 30? Top, uh, top 40. 38. Uh, top, top 40. Four picks okay. in top 40. America's top 40. New York Jets. I saw so many wide receivers. I saw so many kids. Yeah, and if you look at I saw so many pass rushers. I saw I, this kid, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, so DJ's uh, latest uh, mock draft came out yesterday. Uh, got you guys taking Sauce at number four. And then the USC kid, Drake London, at 10. So would you rather have those two guys? Well, I, apparently I could have had... Well, I'm, I don't think the Chiefs would have accepted that. I'm just saying. You know, two twos as opposed to a one, two, and a four. I mean, Would you rather have Tyreek on the Tyreek, hook? Tyreek probably don't want to come here either. Tyreek and 30 million and, or, you know, these two kids on their rookie deal. I'll take the kids. You know what I mean? I'll take the kids and I'll keep going with the kids and grow together. Get the right guys. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. And I have no idea. I have zero idea how Tyreek Hill's personality would gel with New York City's. None. You know, none. And the pressure that would come with Zach is not, he's overthrowing him or he's not, he's missing him or, and I know I'm taking the negative point of view from it, but I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not terribly shaken that the Jets didn't get him. It's very rational. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm going against type. You know what I mean? Going against type. Normally I'd be railing here. The Jets stink. They didn't get him. They couldn't get them. They're not big time enough. I'm going the opposite direction. Too many question marks, too expensive. Don't need to blow it up when you're not ready now. Like Green Bay, that would have been huge for them. Yeah. Yeah. And for Miami, they have other wide receiver pieces around them and a veteran backup that could maybe be the guy anyway with Tua. 
and an offensive-minded head coach to put it all together. I just don't know if Hill would have been the perfect fit for New York in the same way that he does appear to work in Miami for that money and that draft capital. You know, and then against type two, is that, you know, I, I think you're having trouble with my heel turns, uh, TJ Jefferson, of saying I wouldn't hold elevator door open for people, you know. <laughs> that was a hot take yesterday. I, I mean, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm kind of flipping hot. things on, uh, on the head. <laughs> uh, Rich, Super Bowl odds, uh, Dolphins were 70 to 1 this morning, 40 to 1 right Man, now. That's crazy. It's just, okay. Just people are buying What's it. more of a waste, putting money on that right now or telling my son in his math equation to just leave it blank? More of a waste? Yeah. Ooh, uh, Dolphins, Super Bowl okay. future. Yeah. 844-204-RICH, number to <laughs> dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll take your calls. Uh, Seattle uh, fans, uh, Pete Carroll responded to a very direct question if he what he did to try and keep Russell Wilson there. Then in hour number three, Jawan Howard of Michigan basketball and the actor Sean William Scott in studio on a crazy Wednesday. 844-204-RICH. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's go to Matt in Boston. You're here on the program. What's up, Matt? Hey, Rich. How you doing? What's going on? Nothing much. I'm a first-time caller, long-time listener. How you Atta doing? boy. What's going on, Matt? What's going on? Um, I'm calling wondering. I'm seeing all these moves in the AFC, and particularly today in the AFC East, you know. The Dolphins seems like they have endless wide receivers, and the Bills are signing Von Miller. What are the Patriots' plans? It really doesn't seem like they're doing that much in free agency. Seems like they've made net losses. Well, they 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 kept uh, their McCourty twin, right? Um, they they got Trent Brown, which is not a nice nice maneuver. Um, but they're not they're not they don't. They're not going to spend $30 million on a wide receiver. There's no question Bill sees that, and he's just like, get out of here with that noise, you know? Uh, you know what I, I mean? I'm like, not, a, like, I'm not even asking for a, a true number one wide receiver signing. I, I don't know. I, I just want to see more on defense. I understand that we couldn't get J.C. Jackson, and really I wasn't even expecting to get him back this year. It was going to be way too expensive with how much cap we have, but – just like cutting Kyle Van Noy, who was our best linebacker last year, besides Matt Judon, but he's more of an edge defender than he is a linebacker. And I don't know, trading away 
um, Shaq Mason, it saved us 8.3 mil, but what have we really been doing with that 8.3 mil up to now? I'm not sure. All right. So unless Bill has some big moves coming up. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. He might, you know, what if what if Bobby Wagner shows up there? You have a problem with that? You know? I, I would that would be a dream come true. No, I know he, that, but I'm I'm just throwing out there. I have no idea what he's going to do. And 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 thanks for the call. And that is I guess part of being a Patriot fan is you sit back and you see all of these things yeah. happening and you're like, "Well, what about us?" That's not their plan. They don't go yeah, last, wild in free agency. Last year, last the, year the was the only spree right. was kind of an anomaly. I would say let's wait and see what the draft shakes out. I would expect a wide receiver to be drafted. There's so many of in them, the first Chris, round. There's so many. I'm TJ has you. his taken Jamison Williams, which I would be super psyched about. So I, I want to see where that shakes out uh, in terms of the draft. And also, I mean, Matt is right. We do need some secondary help. And uh, you know, let's see if Dante Hightower comes back as well. So he's out there too. In Seattle, uh, moving on, in, in Seattle, um, Pete Carroll was on uh, a uh, local radio show yesterday, uh, 710, ESPN 710, speaking to Mike Salk locally there, and was asked a direct question about trying to keep Russell Wilson, as you know, his statement, while I was with Mike McDaniel, future coach of Tyreek Hill, if somebody walked up to me when Mike McDaniel was going through his three coaching cliches <laughs> that we set him up with at the Combine next to Pete Carroll talking, if somebody told me, by the way, he's, that he's going to get Tyree Kill in three weeks, like, what? Yeah. Um, that uh, while McDaniel was doing that thing, Pete was saying that they had no intention of trading Russell Wilson. As we know, they were already deep in conversations with Denver that wound up being consummated the following week. So, this is what Pete had to say about keeping Russ and what he did to try and affect that. Well, it, there's, there was so much, so much compelling, you know, reasoning, you know, that why you would stay, you know, because of all of the history and, and all of the time spent and all that. There was that, that was exactly where I was coming from, just to use the logic of it. And you know, when you you've built a relationship over a long period of time, there's great benefits to that, you know, and and uh, man, moving forward and well beyond your career and stuff. So those were all parts of the conversation. And uh, you know, I what I continue to say, Mike, that you know, I, I had no intention of, of making a move at all while we you know guys were under contract and, and and we were pleased with what was going on and all so um yeah I, I i fought for the logic of that um for a good while and in until it wasn't it wasn't meaningful anymore you know to do to stick with that you tried until it wasn't meaningful anymore russ wanted out wasn't meaningful that's why, you know, Rodgers is going to be – Is Rodgers may be one of the last uh, – until we start seeing how the end game careers for all of these young quarterbacks, these young Turks like Mahomes and Herbert and everybody else play out, right? Um, that's why Rodgers sticking around. Like the benefit of sticking with us, one team, one team only after your career, what it means in the town – you know, Favre did go somewhere else, and he's still back in the fold in Green Bay. But, man, that is true. Like, one of Russ's tenure's greatest mysteries is why he was throwing it when everybody thought they were going to run it with Marshawn Lynch and win a Super Bowl and go back-to-back instead of putting it up in the air. And the other mystery is why did it have to end? What is it? That happened there that led to, well, Walter Payton, man of the year, hashtag go Hawks, pillar of the community, face of the team. When told by the coach, there's so many benefits of sticking around here. Eventually, deaf ears occurred, and that's what was falling on him. I don't know. I can't. I mean, will we get that in a thirty for thirty? We're gonna get that in some deep dive oh, man, this spring. Great. Are we gonna like? When are we gonna get that? Because you talk to anybody close to the situation, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it was just time for everyone to move on. Yeah, it's just time. 
Matt Ryan, you could figure it out. Okay. It's just pushing late 30s, expensive. The team is, you know, needing to take their medicine and try and rebuild now. New regime, front office and coach. That makes sense. That you can understand. Atlanta fans, it might be difficult to swallow, but totally understand. The third round pick may be tough to swallow. But in Seattle, it's just like, what happened? Deaf ears. Why was all that falling on him? Juwan Howard coming up. I don't. I don't know. I want to bring this to the to the main show too, Rich. Or maybe it's another day conversation. But sure. we talk about the the what if of the Seattle dynasty. Thinking about the Tyreek Hill move today, I wonder if we'll be talking about the what if of the Chiefs dynasty. I still think Mahomes is so spectacularly talented. I think that too. And, and that, I can think and, that and independently that, of maybe the team's window is closing and almost closed. No, I, 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 I don't think that. I think that them as the perennial, it goes through Kansas City, that, that window may be closing. Can't say it's closed. The aspect about the Tyreek Hill um, trade as it comes now is they were struggling on offense occasionally with him last year. True. Mm-hmm. At the height of his True. targeting. That was a run game situation. Him being targeted. No, or the turnovers and stuff like that. There was yeah. just something off about their offense last year that we yeah. saw that suddenly a defense could shut him down and Mahomes could be yeah. you know, throttled. And it wasn't the line like it was in their previous Super Bowl loss. It wasn't a line issue. It was just an uh, an off-kilter issue, a, uh, a lack of adjustment issue or something. I'm just, wonder- I'm just wondering. So, so now you take Hill out, how will that affect an offense that yeah. wasn't even with that high power clicking on all of that? I'm just thinking in five years, are we going to look back and say, man, they had four straight – home games and the AFC championships and only one Super Bowl? Well, they went to two, only one winning, and obviously Seattle did too. Right. Kind of the same. I will I will take the under on that. Is that the that 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 that, that, that won't be the case? I'll say they'll they they will continue to be very successful. Cuz Mahomes is just all of that. What are you going to take over if I give you 0.5 Super Bowls for the Chiefs in the next decade? Yes. And- I will take. You think they win another one? Oh yes, I do. Oh yes, I do. Hmm. This coming year, I don't know. And how about this for the hot take? The team that they're going to have to really get past? Bengals. Hmm. 